I loved listening back to uh, my introduction from last week. It sounded like a demonic possession. Oh, yeah. It was a weird noise. It was noise, really creepy. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, how creepy could it have been? Oh, my no, God. It was <laughs> real creepy. I didn't like it at all. It was pretty great. No. Um, Man, what have we been up to? I mean, that's the thing. We're sitting in a room together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they've noticed from the with, sound. With two giant teddy bears. Yeah. Look. Stuff has changed in the last couple of months. It's been a year. <laughs> There's one really tall one and one really short one. And I can't help but feel like Marcy tried to replace us while we were gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> Just been she like sets up the mic stands. <laughs> it's like it's like how at like restaurants and yeah. stuff they're putting teddy bears at like the tables to where you can't sit. <laughs> yeah, Sean opens the door. It's like anyway, the other day at work, <laughs> <laughs> and he had two watches on. <laughs> Yeah, oh I have God. been going a little insane. <laughs> uh, my eyes start watering. Oh, I'm crying. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> there is, though. There's one small one and one giant one. Yeah. She's yeah. like, this will do. <laughs> I was going to get the really big one. It's like eight feet tall. Wait, you oh bought God. those? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, From where? Amazon. <laughs> oh God! Some poor person had to come and drop that off at your house. Were they no, vacuum sealed? They're vacuum sealed. <laughs> they showed up about oh, this big. What? Yeah, this one was about this big, and the really big one was about mm, maybe this big. Holy shit! And then it punched a hole in it and just went. Vroom. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I bet. That's that's amazing. Yeah, they're pretty cute. <sighs> Thanks, Jeff Bezos. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to tell you guys a story today. Should oh. we get going? Because yeah. it's on the long side. Okay. And I know that you will have many, many questions. Oh, And okay. I will have to repeat many, many parts. <laughs> so, All right. Okay. Strap in. Okay. You ready? No. Hello, uh, <laughs> you're listening to the Odd Sisters podcast. I'm Marcy. I'm Allison. And I'm Julia. And we're together. We're together. Together again. again. I hugged Allison. It did, was lovely. Did you? I did. I gave oh. her a big hug. We're allowed. She's now. not lying about that. I don't know why you asked. <laughs> well, because I didn't get one. Obviously. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Hug the teddy bear instead. I've hugged you in the last year, though. I hugged you when you got your license. That's true. I I left my job. My license to <laughs> hug. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave you a big hug. I was so proud of you. But I haven't hugged Allison in like a year. Yeah, that's true. Over a year. That's true. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is really bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel a little off. It's like, been like nine months since yeah. we recorded together. Yeah, Which not looking just... at you through a computer screen. Yeah. It's overwhelming. <laughs> I can't see myself either. <laughs> no, you know, like there is like a like, I don't know. Need to see yourself? No, no, no. <laughs> just like, a, I don't know. Seeing all three of us, like seeing every yeah. single face on the same screen is kind of a different experience than just staring at your guys' eyes. Okay, so I'm going to do an episode today on something that we straight up have no business talking about. Oh, um, oh fun. Not not talking about, but not trying to do an episode on, mainly because there's like entire podcasts that enti- dedicate oh entire podcasts or seasons to this topic. Like it is a big fucking topic and i'm gonna condense it into what do we normally do just like 45 minutes maybe an hour (laughs) um that's what we aim for i don't know if that's actually (laughs) what we ever do yeah so 
Uh, again, this is like hours and hours and hours of information. Not in my episode, but there is hours and hours and hours oh. of information on in this life. topic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to do a brief brush off of this. Abridged. Okay. Exactly. Very abridged. Hmm. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what I named it. <laughs> okay. Uh, until a little bit later. But the conversation that we're going to be having is about the Roman Empire. Okay. Oh. So. Do as the Romans do. We've talked about the fall of the Roman Empire before. A couple times. And how it changed Europe. Oh, Remember right, we talked right, about it yeah. a lot in the Pope's episode. We, mm-hmm. we talked about them, like the shift in power and how that kind of worked, how it transferred from an emperor to a pope, basically. Mm-hmm. We talked about Europe kind of breaking up when the empire started pulling out of the territories that it had taken over. And we talked about Portugal and we talked about um, Charles the Bad. And we kind of talked about what happened after mm-hmm. the Roman Empire ceased to be. But we didn't really, never really talked about the beginning of the Roman Empire. Uh, I think we mentioned it a little bit in our calendar episode because oh, Julius yeah. Caesar did the calendar and we talked about the months and everything like that. But we really haven't gotten into what happened at that time. And it was a really big fucking mess. <laughs> so <Ooh. laughs> I thought we could kind of talk about that a little bit. Again, there's a lot of information and I'm going to focus on just a couple of things. Okay. So um, I feel like the question... Who was the first, uh, sorry, I feel like if the question, who was the first Roman emperor came up on a game show, do you, what would be your answer? Nero. It's the only one I can think of. Uh, I don't know any other The first Roman emperor? Yeah. I I think people would say Julius Caesar. Yeah. You, but I mean, I don't think he thought he was an emperor. He wasn't. (laughs) He wasn't. (laughs) He wouldn't use that word. No. Uh, He, he was a dictator and he was a, a ruler, of course, but he seized power. And he ruled Rome mm. as a dictatorship, not as an emperor. He was never given emperor status. However, he then named a successor who was then named emperor of Rome as a result. And so that is the first emperor of Rome. His name is Augustus. Mm. Yes. So um, he did a lot, Julius Caesar did, as far as changing the face of how Rome was ruled, obviously. Uh, he did a lot as well as far as... Um, uh, the way things were, the way laws were made and the way things, changes were established in Rome, um, celebrations were made. Again, we talked about the calendar, yeah. things like that. So he really, 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 uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Overhauled a huge system that was already in place. Uh, and then Augustus took over and kind of was like, I am emperor. Okay. So, okay. so Augustus is the first emperor of Rome and I have completely lost my space as to where I am. Before Julius so Caesar, it was I've like, read. I want to use the word democracy, but I don't think it's democracy. But like kind rich of. people it in was, charge in like a Senate kind of yeah, situation. Exactly. Okay. exactly. It was called the Republic, the Roman Republic. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, <laughs> so he names uh, Gaius Octavius as his successor. Uh, and... He, uh, he, Gaius Octavius is Julius Caesar's nephew mm-hmm. and he also adopts him as his son um, oh, okay. and then names him as his heir. And Julius Caesar never intended him giving up power so quickly, but on the 15th of March in the year 44 BCE, he was murdered by 60 men what? who plotted to overthrow him, as we all know. Yeah. Uh, Caesar died, but the plot hadn't really worked in the favor of the men or the conspirators since Caesar had so many men were, who were loyal to him. So fearing for their lives, the assassins scattered to the wind and Gaius Octavian, now crowned Emperor Augustus, along with Mark Anthony and a man named Marcus Lepidus, <coughs> Lepidu, uh, <laughs> formed... <laughs> what a reference. <laughs> I thought it was great. Marcus Lepidus. Um, <laughs> formed a posse to hunt them all down so they hunted all the assassins down and then together they ruled various sections of rome so mark anthony took egypt uh marcus lapidus took something that was up north a little bit and augustus took rome and the bulk of the territories Yeah, that worked Mm. out great for mark anthony and then augustus was like "Mm, nah i want it all (laughs) and took his army and wiped all of them out and took all of the power for himself Hmm. So that's the battle where Cleopatra dies in Egypt with Mark Anthony. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Anyway, so now he has everything. So those assassins really like misread the room, right? Mm-hmm. Did they think everyone was going to join their side mm-hmm. once they killed Julius Caesar? And then they were like, oh, fuck. Oh, we got to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to get out of here. So, um, yeah. Anyway, being the first emperor, he was tasked with a lot during his reign. And each thing that he did would help shape the idea of what an emperor did, from how he lived to who he married and who he would name his heir. It was a big responsibility. So the tradition of succession wasn't necessarily gene- genealogical. It's actually said that Augustus wanted to name his second in command as emperor. So again, okay. he's establishing. It's not necessarily uh, has to be a like a bloodline. Exactly. It could mm. be whatever he decides it to be at yeah. this point. But he ends up deciding to name his stepson Tiberius Claudius as the next emperor of Rome. So, so I ended up going up with going with that anyway. Or yeah. changed. That's interesting because it does kind of seem like it's like. I don't know like picking someone could, like I know. i'm gonna rule for the majority of my life but then i'll pick someone who's going who i think will be good at this job to suddenly being like uh yeah. my stepson but at the same time like yeah his stepson but there aren't a lot of monarchs that follow where stepchildren become that's true yeah i guess so and um, did he have any other children or just well, a we're gonna get into that right. <laughs> i'm gonna do a quick sidebar here um because uh tiberius claudius is the next emperor of rome and at this point i asked myself why did octavian change his name to augustus but tiberius is just emperor tiberius mm-hmm. so i took a moment to figure that out uh and when gaius julius adopted octavian as his son he gave him his own name so technically, legally, Octavian becomes Gaius Julius Caesar. So then when Gaius Julius Caesar dies, other Gaius Julius Caesar becomes emperor. And they were like, mm, we can't have the same name. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's confusing as it is, let alone like you're mm. both ruling Rome. And so they name him Augustus, which basically translates to exalted one when he becomes emperor. So they didn't um, have like a two to add to his name. Like right. they didn't get that far yet. They were no. like... Because Julius Caesar, Romans the sequel. <laughs> love to reuse names. It's really hard to keep track. So me going through this episode, we have Tiberius Caesar Augustus, because Augustus gives him his name when he adopts him as his right. son. Um, and his son is Drusus Julius Caesar. Drusus's best friend who becomes uh, Claudius is Tiberius Claudius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. And his father was Nero Claudius Drusus Germanicus. So it's a, Jesus. and that's not Emperor Nero. Nero Claudius Drusus Germanicus isn't Emperor Nero. That's, that's another, a whole other yeah. guy. <laughs> so it gets really fucking confusing, let alone if somebody had just the exact same name. It's already trudging through. Did it give them like a type of like clout to have the same name as someone else? Yeah. So they or? would take on names, especially when they became emperor, they would take names of previous emperors. They would take their father's names. They would take their grandfather's names as a way to be like, this is who I'm connected to. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a lot of that. So if you need okay. me to repeat things or break things down, just let me know. Okay. So now we have Tiberius. Tiberius and his brother were actually the stepsons of Augustus because what's not really talked about as much of other parts of ancient Rome was how many times people, specifically emperors, uh, swapped spouses. And it wasn't even until right now, at this point, while I'm writing this story, (laughs) that I realized that it was so common. We have Augustus, okay? Mm -hmm. So we're going to go Emperor Augustus. He married Claudia, one of Mark Anthony's daughters, when he was still just Octavian. He then divorced her, stating that the marriage had never been consummated, and he married Scribonia... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who knew you were gonna snicker at that name i heard it i heard it in my head every time i typed it well <laughs> what kind of name is that scribonia uh she was already married but soon divorced her husband in order to marry octavian they had a okay. child together julia the elder who is octavian's only biological t- child oh But Octavian divorced his wife on the very day that his daughter was born, stating that he could not put up with, quote, her shrewdish disposition any longer. (laughs) Jesus, what? The day his daughter was born, he's like, and see you. Um, (laughs) So he was pretty happy to be rid of her, mainly because he had recently met Livia, a beautiful woman who was married to a politician in the Senate. Livia and her husband had a son, And she was pregnant with their second son, but that didn't stop Augustus. 
He had his people have a conversation with Livia's husband, and somehow the man was convinced that divorcing his wife was a smart move. And three months later, she was married to Augustus and became Empress of Rome. Her first son is Tiberius, who Augustus names as his successor. And he also has another brother who's... There's speculation that the uh, the brother is actually Augustus's and mm. that they said that she was already pregnant from her first husband. To kind oh. Of, you know, um, but there's no actual proof. But A he did name that one his heir. So. He did name the older one his heir. I wonder if that was part of the conversation. Like they were like, look, give up your wife and then your son can become emperor. Yeah. That would make sense. Who knows? So, <laughs> Allison, that's a deal I would make. Well, no, but especially, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, like, totally. let your wife because just, then like, go. he's still his father, right? So, yeah. your son, even though you're not with your wife, your yeah. son still becomes emperor. Oh, sure. You get treated all <laughs> nice, right? So, remember how I said everything Augustus did would do would did would dictate the future of emperors, future behavior of emperors in Rome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. As a young man, Tiberius <laughs> married Vespania Agrippina the daughter of Augustus's closest friend. At the time, it seemed like a good idea because uh, Agrippina's father, whose name is Marcus Vespanius Agrippa, he's the man that Augustus almost named as his emperor, his right-hand man that he was uh, like, maybe yes. he'll take over. So it seemed like a good idea to marry his daughter. Was she a shrewd as well? <laughs> um, but once it was determined that Tiberius would be emperor, Augustus didn't think that this was going to work he it wasn't a good enough marriage for the future emperor of rome Mm. so he asked him to leave agrippina and actually marry his own daughter his stepsister julia the elder who was at the time married to the father of his wife so marcus vespanius agrippa is married to julia the elder tiberius is married to marcus vespanius agrippa's daughter agrippina He's asked to divorce Agrippina and marry Julia the Elder, who is asked to divorce Marcus Agrippa. So how <laughs> old is Julia like, the Elder? Yeah. Probably uh, like nine. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, uh, no, I think no. she's probably around like 20, 18, 18 to 20 oh, okay. in age. Um, Didn't feel like that much married time to like passed. a 55 year old man. Mm-hmm. Oh, for Great. sure. Cool. Yeah. Because augustus was again it was his right hand man he and he wanted to name him emperor so he's like marry my daughter and then you're part of my bloodline and then making you emperor is an easier thing decides to name tiberius and he's like okay now you have to be part of my bloodlines you divorce her and now you marry her because that's what women are are pawns so (laughs) so tiberius did just that and married his stepsister he didn't want to by all accounts why he really loved agrippina and they had a son together and they were happy, but also because Julia had apparently made advances on him when both of them were still married when they first met. She was like, what's up? You're my stepbrother. Yuck. And he really didn't like that. He was like, I'm married. You are married. Like, what are you doing? This is really inappropriate. But he agreed because he knew it was his duty to do so. So they were both divorced from the father and daughter spouses and then married to each other. Uh, he regretted it instantly. And there's a story of Tiberius running into Agrippina in the streets and following her home, begging and crying for him to, for her to forgive him. She didn't. And when Augustus found out, he made arrangements for Tiberius to never run into her again. How do you do that? I'm not really sure what that means. <laughs> What's your schedule? She was, <laughs> yeah, she was married pretty soon after that. And Tiberius never saw her again. So wow. I think it was more of a like she was like either secluded or she had certain times where she could go out when they knew that Tiberius wasn't going to be out in the streets. Like they really like. Wow. Oh, okay. Tiberius is a very weak person. He. He's not even issues. emperor yet. And he's already like. So his marriage to Julia was not a happy one. They never had any living children um, and they didn't really get along, but they did remain married. Augustus eventually died around the age of 75 and Tiberius, now 55 himself, became the second emperor of Rome. Now Tiberius was in a position to need a successor of his own. So now we have more of a tradition happening. Well, Augustus is the son. Hmm? He has one son, right? Or is that son but did, she took him and disappeared? Agrippa? No, no, he has he has a son. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh wow, they even took her son away from him. Like that right. woman got nothing. Zip. Yeah. Um, he had two options: his biological son, or yeah. his wife's nephew, who he had adopted as his own. So he has an adopted oh, okay. son, and he has a biological son. 
And he ended up going with his nephew, Germanicus Julius Caesar, who was Julia's bloodline and a direct descendant of Augustus. So he felt that made a lot more sense because it was Julia's son. She was Augustus's daughter. It just felt like it flowed kind of thing. Um, uh, He died suddenly at the age of 33. Well, in Greece. So Tiberius... The nephew? The nephew. nephew. Okay. Yeah. So Tiberius then had a backup plan of his own biological (laughs) son, Drusus Julius Caesar. Uh, But then he died suddenly only four years later at the age of 36. Shit. So now he has no children. And he's like, what the actual fuck? (laughs) He did that rock and roll. Is it the rock and roll age? Or (laughs) dies at 36? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's 38. 37. Whatever. <laughs> Let's all say number numbers. 42. 46. <laughs> you're saying 40. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> I don't know. I just was like trying to think of a number. 42. 426. 42. With no sons left. Is it 27? I think it's 27. Yeah, I think it is too. He chose Agrippa. <laughs> with no sons left, he chose Agrippina the Elder and Germanicus's son, who was named Gaius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. Uh, but his friends called him Caligula. Oh, good. So this. So, so wait, wait. This is his his ex wife's son with another man. Uh, Agrippina the Elder is the daughter of Julia. J- Julia and Agrippa. Oh, okay. 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 Gotcha. Sorry. And then she's married to uh, Germanicus, who was the. So his current wife's daughter with her ex-husband's yeah, exactly. child. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is the the mother of Caligula. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Okay. Oh my God. Fuck. Um, <laughs> Everybody following this? <laughs> right? It's just ridiculous. Uh, so the move is an interesting one. First of all, while we're talking about establishing traditions, Tiberius did everything he could to make sure that someone from Augustus's line was to take power. Didn't even consider not doing it. And like his his own son was the backup plan. Yeah. And only like he died, but his first choice was to go with this Augustus's bloodline. So um, by marrying Julia the Elder and by making Caligula his chosen heir, he had done everything in power to make sure the next emperor was someone from the Julian bloodline. One that's not his own. Remember, mm-hmm. he's adopted. This is not yeah. his own bloodline. Um, so it establishes right now at this moment, the Julian dynasty. Right. There is no, no Julian. All we have is Emperor Augustus at this point. Yeah. Tiberius is his adopted son. But as soon as he names Caligula, now it becomes a dynasty. But I guess he would also have it in his brain that like the only, one of the reasons he became emperor was by marrying Julia. Yeah. So he must also think like there's this bloodline. This is was really the plan, important. Because right? it yeah. all comes from Julius Caesar, right? Yeah. So yeah. he's not the first emperor, but he is the one that changes everything. So keeping it in that tradition. Mm-hmm. Secondly, The weirdness of this is that Tiberius had been nothing short of cruel to Caligula previous to this. Caligula's mother, who, as I said, was Julia's daughter from her first marriage, he, when his, when her husband died, Tiberius refused to allow her to marry, to remarry after that. He banished her to an island with her eldest son because he thought she was of the Julian bloodline more so than he was and that she could overthrow him if she married someone that wanted power. Mm, Also thought uh, that her eldest son could overthrow him because he was a direct descendant of the Julian bloodline. So he was constantly thinking that there was some Julian plot to overthrow him. Um, And maybe not was that far off there's some stories of caligula trying to come up with plans to yeah but isn't that kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy because you send somebody away and you're such an an asshole to them Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah they they rebelled just like i thought they would like yeah but you sent us to a fucking island so now i'm pissed at you yeah you exiled us and that's the thing (laughs) his mother caligula was sent to live with his great-grandmother who's the daughter of mark anthony and augustus's sister octavia Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah octavia um and then she dies and he's sent to his grandmother. He's co- He literally lives a life of imprisonment under Tiberius. Yeah. Who's just this tyrannical like no man to him. He's not a father figure. He no. treats him like shit. So by all accounts, he hated Tiberius for what he had done to his family. But he actually became really well at hiding it or became really good at hiding it. He would speak to mm. him like he loved him, but he fucking hated him. Like this man ruined his life. And now he's naming him as his successor. So it's... Mm. 
It's an a long interesting con. move. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all just to preserve the Julian dynasty. That's yeah. the only reason. He has no love for this boy whatsoever. Yeah. So Caligula, Caligula, which it was a nickname that was given to him. He used to travel around with his father. Um, his father was a, a general of the army, like a really well-loved general. And he would travel around with his father dressed as a, a little soldier, like in tiny little soldier's clothes. Okay. And Caligula actually translates to little soldier's boots. And that's what they would call him. <laughs> Look at his little boots. <laughs> his little booties. <laughs> um, and so he becomes the third emperor of Rome. Wow. And it's here that we actually have our idea of what a Roman emperor looks like. Yes. Caligula. I always thought, because uh, probably because what you're going to say, I always thought Caligula was like way further on in the lines of things. Mm-hmm. But the imprisonment in the tower is making him make more sense in my brain <laughs> from what sure. I know about him. Sure. So he's the third emperor of Rome. And again, this is where we have our definition of like what in if you think of a Roman emperor in a movie, yeah. like think of like Gladiator. Yeah, or I was thinking like, that. This is, this is where that image comes <laughs> History from. History in the world. Yes, yeah. exactly. So both Augustus and Tiberius they probably lived lavishly for sure. They were emperors, but they had more of a, like we're a servant to the people type mm. thing. Okay. And, and Tiberius had some insanity for like the last little bit of his life. He refused to leave the Island that he lived on. Mm. Um, and he was a weirdo, but he wasn't. What like gladiator. Like, again, yeah. I keep thinking of the Like, it's just, it's not as yeah. Anyway, but uh, Caligula actually saw himself something closer to a God. So when he was proclaimed emperor, the people cheered, quote, our baby, our star. Our little boots. <laughs> little boots. He was, quote, all the world from the rising to the setting of the sun. Basically, he was a fucking rock star. His father was super <laughs> well loved. Yeah, his father was super well loved. And he was quite young. So this was like a... Yeah, and really, he also ha- literally had no life before they were like plucked him out of this Yeah, they really saw him And was like, here's this, everything. Like, but the people loved him. Like he was oh, yeah. so well loved. They were like... The underdog. Apparently, 160,000 animals were sacrificed during the three-month celebration of his new reign. Love you. <laughs> and he did pretty good for the first little while but seven months after he he did things like he was like no more exiling people because they pissed you off and we're gonna fix this and we're gonna fix that and the first six months of his reign where like he was really like let's let's fix this and then did he realize those were really useful for people you don't like (laughs) but seven months seven months after he was what did I say seven months after his first day on the job Mm -hmm. uh, he got really 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 sick like deathly deathly ill most people Mm -hmm. speculate that he was poisoned Uh, he didn't die though he recovered but he came out of it a changed man Mm. the generous and celebrated emperor was gone and in his place was basically a tyrant he had behavioral issues he had anger issues he Mm -hmm. had compulsion issues um that makes sense his first wife was poisoned yeah like that would fuck you up yeah his first wife his first wife had died in childbirth sometime the year before not really sure when but she wasn't around by the time he was emperor. Oh. But things kind of got a little bit weird. Um, he had, and she was like, a, I, I actually skipped over that. It's in here, but I started going on a sidebar. Uh, it was Tiberius kind of made him marry her during the whole. Banishment thing. Yeah. Before he decided to name him his heir, but it was really like he married off Caligula's brothers to Julian dynasty people. Uh, and then when he made Caligula marry, it was like, it's just like this nobody girl. It was just a, like a fuck you move where he was like, you're worth nothing. Mm. You're literally worth nothing. Like that's the kind of emotional abuse that he went through from this man. So, um, so now as emperor, he needed a new wife. He had seen a woman he wanted who was named <laughs> Livia or Stilia. She was married to one of the members of the Senate and taking a page out of the great gra- his great grandfather's book, he convinced the man to divorce his wife so he could have her. Her, her last name is Orstilia? Orstilia. Okay, they use like, her name is Livia or Stilia. <laughs> no, Orstilia. Or Orstilia. Yeah. Like, Livia or Orstilia. We don't know. Stilia to yeah. her friends. So, so he convinces this man to divorce his wife, just like Augustus did. There Except, I'm sorry, um, he didn't convince the man to divorce her. He convinced the man to annul the marriage because he met Orstilia at her marriage ceremony. <laughs> 
The day after the ceremony, Caligula issued a decree that he needed a new wife. And much like Romulus, the founder of the city, who we've talked about a little bit before, and Augustus, he intended to take that of another man. And I choose you, lady. I just met at your wedding yesterday. Well, women I know go. I'm a couple days late, but <laughs> so I object. Do, yeah. Women do look very beautiful at their weddings, right? Yeah, exactly. And they're all done up. You know, like, oh, she's so lovely. So Oristilia was married to Caligula instead and became Empress of Rome. Uh, the marriage Sucks. lasted less than a year before Caligula ex- suspected her of cheating with him with her first husband, and he. <laughs> Banished well, it's almost like I exile. didn't want to marry you and I wanted to marry the person that I chose to marry. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a twist. So he doesn't, he banishes both of them into exile onto a distant island and says, fuck off. Um, which is nice, you know, but at least they're together. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't <laughs> just like murder them. That's kind of nice. Yeah, exactly. A few months later, he ventured out into the Roman provinces and met a man named... Publius Memmius Regulus. Is he going to marry him? Yeah. Who was governing the provinces. Are you getting married soon? Regulus was married to a woman named Lalia Paulina. And Caligula, I guess, fell in love with her or something. I don't know. But he convinced the man uh, that he should be divorced and took Lalia back with him to Rome. How do you do that? Like, what is the... Oh, you're the emperor. You're like, don't well, worse her or I'm going to kill you. you or you can wake like, up without your head. Yeah. So you don't think there's like a plank? Like he had dinner with them and he's like, wow, your wife is really nagging you. <laughs> <laughs> she sucks. No, I think you it could was do like so much better. I and then he I like, I want your wife now. Oh. So, <laughs> and it was weird because the, it, the, the text that I kept coming across, the quote was that he heard a comment about how beautiful her grandmother had been and it convinced him that he wanted her. I was like, what? So Someone texted that... you that? <laughs> <laughs> so the the context of that that I can, it, he thinks that she's going to be beautiful when, when she's, she's older. Old. Yeah. Or that she's from this beautiful bloodline, like that he, yeah. that he trusts so much in family and yeah. bloodlines that, that it's important what her grandmother looks family. like whatever uh so he takes her back to rome he divorced her after six months stating that she had yet to become pregnant and was probably infertile and that he didn't want her anymore but he also forbid her from sleeping with any other men whoa sounds fair we'll see her again in the future (laughs) but uh caligula was now single and ready to mingle and he met melonia sessonia who was an older woman who had already been married and had three daughters and like quite older than him. Like if he's like in his. Okay. So he liked old women. (laughs) She's got to be right. Like after the grandma comments. (laughs) (laughs) I think he liked elderly women. Yeah. I mean, she would be what we consider today as like a cougar. So yeah. Uh, Oh, sorry. I shouldn't say elderly. She wasn't young and she wasn't beautiful by any accounts, but for some reason Caligula fell madly in love love with her did she look like his mom the two started having an affair i never actually came across that i don't know (laughs) sasonia had expensive tastes and was reckless in her extravagance and her and caligula seemed to be pretty hot and heavy because by the time he decided to marry her she was very pregnant uh some reports say that she gave birth on the day of their wedding and others say a month later but regardless (laughs) it was very noticeable and even in a day wife swapping ancient rome this wasn't normal for the bride to be like eight months pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was around this time that the majority of people around the emperor started to notice that he was kind of crazy now. Uh, and all of them blamed it on Sasonia. They thought that maybe what? she had con- that had uh, put a love spell on him. And that's why he was acting oh crazy. Oh my God. Seems a logical. potion on him. Um, <laughs> and, and I don't it's know what you mean. He hasn't done anything sane. No, no, and it's here that his <laughs> reputation of being the crazy fucking emperor that we kind of know him to be actually really, really I mean, begins. She might have not helped. Yeah, but I don't well, think that again. It, she was very extravagant. Yeah. so all of a sudden, emperors. It, it's like that. But it was Morty there the whole time with unity. Where, like, things just get, like, super out of hand because you have this insane power in front of you. And suddenly you're like, I want all of this stuff. Yeah. Like, anything that I can imagine can be mine. And it should be. Yeah. And that was hair in my mouth. And things get really (laughs) out of hand really quickly. Yeah. Anyway, so it's here that his reputation starts to get pretty nuts as the 
crazy emperor we NVTS nuts. He would parade his new wife. <laughs> he would parade his new wife in front of the troops and um and according to some display her naked before his friends, which is a weird thing because again, I kept reading how she was just very homely. Like they were like she wasn't this incredible beauty, but he was just like look at her. Look at her. Um, he seemed to be solely motivated by sex and luxury when it came to ruling. His temper had him killing people on a whim, and he was just unhinged. So Caligula, because Julia, I don't feel like knows much about, but that's the like the I've wild heard, orgy type. Emperor, yeah, I've, right. I've like heard, the, that, yeah. that iconic image of yeah. That's him. Uh, once at the gladiator, gladiatorial games at which he was presiding, it was said that he ordered his guards to throw an entire section of the audience into the arena during intermission to be eaten by the wild beasts because there were no prisoners to be used and he was bored. <laughs> he talked about appointing his horse to council and when he was talked out of it, he instead made him a priest. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> his horse? His horse. He made his horse a priest. He wanted him to be on the council, and they were like, Caligula, like, yeah. no. And he was like, fine, he's a priest. And they're like, okay, um, not better. He talked about, nope, that was the last sentence. Um, so, with all this madness afoot, Caligula wasn't really going to last long. There's no way. Like, you can't just be that crazy. Uh, in the year 40, that's where we are right now, Caligula <laughs> announced to the Senate that he had planned to leave Rome permanently, move to Alexandria in Egypt, and hope to be worshipped as a living god. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> this wasn't really good for anybody. Uh, Rome didn't want to be without their emperor. They were all like, you're literally insane. Well, they got a horse. Remember um, the horse? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there they, was a He wanted him was... to be on the Senate? Yeah. But he was a priest instead. Yeah. They could easily upgrade that horse to emperor. Yeah. In yeah. the meantime. Just uh, saying. There was a plot that was put in motion to assassinate him. The man who carried it out was named Cassius Chiria, Chiria who actually served, Germa served with Germanicus. So he'd known Caligula since he was a little boy. He was one of the ones that gave him the name Caligula, like one of the soldiers. And he continued to serve under him after he became emperor. But according to sources, he was a bit of a punching bag for the unhinged ruler. He would constantly call him names and belittle him. Apparently he had a very feminine voice. No. And he would Aww. he would belittle him constantly. Uh, he would call him Priapus and he would call him Venus and just like Oh, be like, yeah. what a bully. Yeah, he was just like Well, he's yeah. not gonna see this assassination coming. This is a yeah. good person Die. to think. Yeah. And Cassius <laughs> He couldn't <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> he said Die <laughs> hated him yeah so he cornered caligula when he was addressing a group of actors before the games <laughs> and stabbed him then allowed the other conspirators to join in so they basically pulled the exact same move that was made on julius caesar what the fuck did you just say he was talking to <laughs> actors before a game yeah what so the gladiatorial games okay because they'd have actors come in for like intermission type okay. things and to do like he was warming them up <laughs> to like pantomimes and stuff yeah. like an improv so game <laughs> <laughs> Let's do yes. And. Location. <laughs> the horse is going to pull things out of a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Exclamation. Ow. <laughs> I've been stabbed. <laughs> anyway, the poor actors. Could you imagine just like your emperor is talking to you to like warm you up and all of a sudden he's being murdered? Like, holy, holy shit. shit. So the conspirators were hoping that the death of Caligula would put an end to the idea of an emperor. They wanted to go back to a republic. And to seal the deal, they also murdered Caligula's wife and daughter. Because oh, he had a daughter with that older woman. Um, and then went looking for his uncle, who was named Claudius. So they wanted to destroy the entire Julian bloodline. Yeah. They were like, this isn't going to stand. <laughs> Page one rewrite. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> the military, however, didn't really like the idea of the Republic returning and liked things the way they were. They were very well funded and well used with an emperor in power. Yeah. And that's the thing is Caesar was a soldier, right? Like he commanded an army. 
Tiberius, like it was the same. Like they all had, every emperor had military experience and were very dedicated to the military. So the military was like, yeah, we're, we're good with the, the way things are. Um, and a soldier discovered Claudius hiding behind the palace and snuck him out of the city into a nearby encampment. They'll never find me here. <laughs> It'll make a little bit more sense in a minute. Oh, no. So Tiberius Claudius Caesar Augustus Germanicus was the son of Antonia Minor, who's the daughter of Augustus's sister and Mark Anthony, and Drusus the Elder, the brother of Tiberius. So the baby that the woman was pregnant with when she married Augustus, that's his father. Drusus. I really oh. don't like the use of the word minor. Yeah, the minor. <laughs> the minor. Antonio Minor. Antonio the Minor. <laughs> no, just Antonio Minor. Minor. Because oh. like, then there's Antonia Major, I guess. Like, there was like that constellations. The elder. The elder, yeah. <laughs> constellations. Yeah, it's like a junior. Yeah. <laughs> just, they didn't have junior, right? Anyway, so he was pretty locked into becoming emperor. Like, he's part of that bloodline way more than Tiberius was. Uh, but he was a bit of a black sheep. He had obtained a limp and had no hearing in one ear due to a childhood sickness. And his family shunned him for it. They were really mean to him. They thought he was afflicted by it because he was lazy and had refused to overcome it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So they were just like, what? the fuck is wrong? Well, why are you fucking limping? Yeah. yeah. They were so mean to him. There was that. Plus there was the fact that he seemed to be an honest man. And in a royal family, that's not really a no. good thing. He started writing a history of the civil wars. So that's the fight where Augustus took over Rome from Mark Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. So he started writing a, a history of that, but was scathing in his assessment of the Emperor Augustus, who was still emperor at the time, and his uncle. <laughs> Apparently, he was just very honest about what kind of man he was. And his mother read it, and his grandmother read it, and they were like, no yeah. <laughs> are you an idiot <laughs> like so they like burned his whole thing and like refused to let him work oh, on it no. um they realized that he didn't really know what was best for him so they pushed him into the background and kind of told him what to do <laughs> they pushed him behind the palace yeah <laughs> he married a woman when he was 18 but divorced her due to the fact that she had multiple affairs and was also maybe suspected of murdering her brother's wife but they didn't really work. Like she was, she married him, I guess, because of who he was, but never really liked him. And then after that, he married, uh, Elia Patina, uh, but divorced her a year later because it's thought that she was incredibly cruel to him. They, they're citing mental anguish from her. Like she was just abuse him. Oh, again, he's just this like little punching yeah. bag of a man. So he kind of had a rough time. And it wasn't until his nephew became emperor that he was even allowed back out, so to speak. Uh, Caligula really liked him and he appointed him to his co-counsel, but in a kind of Caligula way, kind of liked him because he also made him the butt of a joke all the time. Mm. He constantly made fun of him. He would charge him insane amounts of money to be allowed to do things and humiliated <laughs> him in front of the Senate. Yeah, he'd be like, like, he'd ask to do something simple like have a glass of wine. He'd be like, give me $5 million. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Aww. and it was dead serious. Like he would make him pay to do like, so just oh simple God. little things. So it said by the time Caligula was assassinated, Claudius was a sickly ill man or a sickly thin man from all of the stress that he endured from his nephew. Oh my God. So, um, people think that he knew about the conspiracy against his nephew, but he didn't really realize that the men who had, who had, uh, carried it out intended on cutting down the entire line including himself it wasn't until he witnessed a bunch of guardsmen cutting down several uninvolved noble noblemen that he realized how out of things he had got ha, how out of things out of hand things had gotten too many h's in that sentence uh he fled the palace and hid and that's when he was found and spirited out of the city so he literally like he was walking down the hallway and saw a guardsman like cut down this nobleman he was like oh shit like i'm not safe and yeah. just ran for it like he just limped his way to freedom so no. um uh they they t took him out of Lo rome and they held him in an encampment there was some back and forth between the senate and they were like okay what are we gonna do here like uh we don't have an emperor. Are we going to establish the Republic again? And they realized too much time had really passed to have a full overthrow. They're like, look, this emperor thing is working for the most part. Caligula was a little insane, mm -hmm. but that was just him. So, uh, they brought Claudius back and they named him emperor and they killed the assassins that had killed Caligula. Caligula. Too many C's now. 
It's ridiculous. And they named Claudius the fourth emperor of Rome. And then he married Valerina Messalina. And it's here that we're going to stop. Because when I went to do this episode, I literally wanted to do an episode on Valerina Messalina. And I started looking back at Claudius's wives and I was going to do a brief history of Caligula. And then I realized how much information was needed to really get into what happens with Valerina Messalina and her marriage to Claudius. That's a whole other thing. Now we have the backstory. Wow. I named this episode Roman wife swap. Um, (laughs) Because (laughs) what happens with her is kind of insane. And you just don't get the insanity of it until you understand the things that were established in Rome at the time. So Roman emperors be fucking crazy. Mm hmm. And wow what a journey how scared would you be if you were like you're found behind the palace by soldiers they ushered you out of rome you're kind of brought back to rome you're back and then they're like we're gonna come back we're gonna make you emperor oh i would be like you're gonna fucking kill me yeah <laughs> like, it was a lot of back and forth he refused to go like he he wouldn't go until they could assure him that this was what was happening and then they send like an emissary or something and then they came back they're like it's okay we're gonna go with you we're not gonna let anything bad happen to you and like the military went with him and there was like yeah. It was a bigger process than just like, okay, come on back. Like, it was a lot of things. I think they murdered the assassins. Like, I think they first, first, they were just like, here. I wouldn't wouldn't come back unless they were like, oh, they're all dead. Yeah. Because that guy, the Cassius guy, he was like really in charge of the plot. Yeah. He was like, let's go them all. (laughs) So. I wonder how enthusiastically... Caligula was talking like do you think he was screaming at those actors like <laughs> last time you guys came and performed you were fucking garbage yeah. I was so bring your high energy <laughs> <laughs> or do you think he was like you guys are great you're my favorite actor oh god <laughs> 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 it's weird like I've never really seen him represented in film there, I mean there is Caligula but I don't think I've watched that have you watched that no but everyone focuses on the hedonism. Yeah. Well, it's the most fun part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it would be an interesting, like, to see him decline. Like, yeah. I wonder what he would have been like as a young man, just kind of doing his best. But, like, his mother and his brothers, they all die in exile because of Tiberius. Like, he's really, like, driven to madness. So, yeah. And just holds it all together for so long. And then I guess when he had that poisoning... Yeah, brain just cracked be like, a little bit. It would be like Joker, like just the yeah, slow burn exactly. of watching and this his... man lose his mind. Exactly. I think that would make a great film. <laughs> High budget. <laughs> Imagine going to like a religious, like you're walking into like a temple though to go like pray to Zeus, and then you're like, is, is that a horse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it would be Zeus to be like the sun or something. I don't know, Mercury. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Helios. Amen. Yeah. I don't know which one's better. <laughs> yeah, that horse is in charge that. here. Oh, don't don't make eye bunch. contact. I I love that's always the the line in the sand, right? Like somebody's crazy and they do crazy shit, and you're like, oh, they're eccentric. It's okay. And then as soon as they appoint a horse as a priest, you're like, all right, the line has been crossed. <laughs> something needs to happen that's what i mean about the image that we have of a roman emperor where like he's just like the the excess and the the Mm -hmm. will and the whim of it is just like i want to do this like he would just be like you die now or i want to make my horse this councilman no okay well he can be a priest like yeah and like there was just no it was completely unchecked (laughs) behavior and they hadn't come across that before so they didn't know how to handle it because again julius caesar was expanding he went out and got egypt and all this stuff like he was very like military based and yeah augustus was too he expanded the provinces greatly and then tiberius was just kind of like let's focus on our industry and how are we going to do this and taxes and everything was very pragmatic and then all of a sudden caligula comes along and it's just like what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, and now it's all about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all these I people established all this stuff, and now I have all of this at my disposal yeah. Yeah. because of what they did. And yeah, I don't know yeah. why they would have get... tra- they would have thought that someone who was exiled and treated like fucking garbage would be a okay with having an extreme amount of power. Oh, nothing could go wrong here. I don't think we really understood all that back then. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, just they thought that 
Claudius had a limp because he just didn't care enough to fix it. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> like they were like, "What's wrong with you?" I thought at Why first you were going to say it? his hearing loss. Yeah, was me too. He was lazy, and I was like, "That is yeah. the limp is crazy too." But if you were like, "He got a fever and lost his hearing," and they're like, "You're too lazy to fight that fever." Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, probably too. Fight your like, way through Roman hearing. women were very much like like tough love situations right yeah. like his his mother and his grandmother were just they hated him they, they were embarrassed by him they were yeah. mothers of emperors right like yeah. it was yep, yep. It's, crazy. it's hard it's harsh and those fucking names like i'm pr- i did yeah. mess up one i i had like someone was married to someone's daughter but then i put the wrong person so it was like they it was just yeah so confusing i've been yeah. working on that for weeks Every time I went into it, I was like, okay, okay who's, who's who, who again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's all over the yeah. place? And they're all yeah. marrying each other, too. So That's what I mean. Weird. Like, oh, my God. So many, like, I want your wife. How many yeah. times did that happen? Or just, like, now you marry her. It was constant. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Because I know that that happened with The arranged Julius ones Caesar. aren't as odd, but... he. I didn't go into Julius, well, but he had he married Pompey's daughter, and then she died, so he married the woman that he actually really loved. Yeah, there there is a part of it too it that's like really... a lot of their marriages are arranged marriages. Even some of the wife swapping in that was like arranged, like totally. Gus just being like, "You marry my daughter." Actually, it, no, this guy's gonna marry my daughter. Exactly, and that makes, and I don't want to say it makes sense, but it does make sense in a way because it's again a way to bring someone into his yeah, family. They're not getting married. Daughter, in love. he didn't have a son who he could name emperor, so he has a daughter who he can marry. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. In that backwards way, that makes sense. But in the way of like those women that were just married to people in the Senate, and you're like, I like you, and I'll have you as mine. There's no political move there. That's literally no. just wanting something and saying I can have it because I'm emperor. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, Caligula does it to an insane degree, of course. But, again, Augustus sets that precedent that yeah. it's okay to do that. Yeah. And... So bizarre. It's crazy because it just gets so out of hand. Yeah. And poor Miss Lena is just... Things get crazy. <laughs> Crazier than Caligula. Yeah. For sure. Is it Nero the one that finds the, like, boy that looks like his dead wife and then takes the boy? That's Nero, right? Nero's <laughs> pretty crazy, too. But Nero is the one that's, like, the, guess, well, Rome was burning kind of thing. Like, yeah. he. He, like, finds, his wife dies. We're going to talk about. And then he finds, like, a 14-year-old boy that has, like, I don't know, like, a similar face. I don't know. makes yeah. him wear a wig and a dress. Yeah. We're going to talk about what? Nero next week, too. Yeah, we're going to talk about Nero next week, too. Holy moly. The woman that I'm going to talk about is his cousin. Okay. So go. they're they're directly related. Mm. He, he is bananas. Yeah. All right. Anyway, thanks Crazy for coming times. on my journey. I read that to my boyfriend last night and it put him to sleep. So I hope you're still awake. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Check us out on Facebook yeah. and Instagram and, and Twitter. Twitter. And our website. And all odd sisters all the time. I also provide the soundtrack. Yeah. It's Sound great. effects, really. Yeah. <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> the whole time we're talking, you're just like. Bye. Bye. Say bye, Allison. Bye.